Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Goofy Guy podcast. Today is January 15th, 2023. I am Jim Spangler, your host, and my goal is to make your planning for your Disney vacation easier. However, today um, we're going to do something I swore I would never do again um, because there are people that do it better than me. Uh, I swore I would never do another news podcast. Um, I would give you like high level news, like big, big announcements, but so much happened this week that I thought it was worth a special podcast uh, to talk about it and to get together with Mandy and Alex uh, to talk about with, because I know, you know, Alex is way committed. If you haven't been to his TikTok (laughs) channel, you need to go see it. He was just showing me an amazing lightsaber that he has made that I'm like, oh, dude, you could sell that. <laughs> um, and Mandy, we all know because she's been doing her trip reports and has been on the <laughs> podcast, which we love. So um, this is a special podcast uh, and we'll see where it goes with this conversation. So, hey, guys. Yeah. Hello. How you doing? Ooh. I'm so glad you could both join me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was like, once like, once this news started coming out, I was like, we have got to get together. <laughs> we got to talk. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk. We got to chat. <laughs> yeah, we definitely got to chat. And, um, uh, you know, and I think we got some good news from Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think Disney got slapped around a little bit this weekend, this week. I mean, uh, yeah. And so I want to talk <laughs> about this that. by saying the news should have, it shouldn't be good news. It should have just been news that should have just happened. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So um, let's just, let's just go with the big, the big yeah. announcement, which we all knew was coming. Um, and actually we all knew when it was coming. Honestly, we didn't know the exact date, but we kind of knew. Tron is finally opening on April 4th of 2023. It only took 50,000 years. It took, so the coaster enthusiast today, this is the reason I brought it up in our little pre-chat. The coaster enthusiast today said that somebody calculated it has been 2,089 days since they announced that roller coaster in Walt Disney World. They think it may be a record. It's for how long from announcement to opening? <laughs> and you know, I know it, we've said it. it. I know we've said it before, but there's really just no excuse because it is not a new coaster. It's just Mm-mm. a plug and play. They've That's done right. it already, so there's yeah. no reason they're not fixing or troubleshooting things so, they've never dealt with. And I'll even give them a little bit for the pandemic. Oh, I'll yes, give them a little, sure. yeah. a little bit of grace. I'll little give you a grace. year. I'll give so, you a year to catch up. <laughs> this is this is something that I actually think was like the more i think about it was planned to let it go and this is why because the beginning when you when you're announcing a ride you ride that hype that people are excited the longer it takes the hype dies and then you're in this lull but then it becomes a talking point it becomes another kind of viral talking point And then the moment that it starts to become, are they ever going to open it? Are they ever going to open it? You wait until it tips right back to they're finally opening it. I, I understand. I feel like there's a little strategy there. I feel like there was a little strategy there. I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that was the original strategy because they wanted it. I don't think it was. They wanted it open before the 50th. Yes. Um, I, I don't, like I said, I don't think that was the original strategy. However, once it got to a point where they passed the initial hype, and they weren't going to hit. They were like, OK, we can either launch it at the end of last year, which I think they could have if they if they wanted to. 
Because mm-hmm. it's to a point where they, I don't think they wanted to. And I think they waited until they got through some certain things. And then they're like, now they're like, oh, we're doing this and doing that. And Tron is open. And now people are like, oh, now I have to ride it because yeah. it's been so long. I think, you know, I, I just think it's kind of shameful that um, Universal can get a whole new coaster up that is amazing. Oh, I mean, yeah. almost a whole park. Almost a whole park. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and did they get? Did they get? Did they announce Hagrid at the same time? So they actually got two coasters up. I, yeah. And here's the thing: like two I don't, amazing coasters. Up. I don't understand. Like they, the lack of transparency as to like what the delay it's, was. It's it, a rest. It, it's a rest on your laurels. Like, I, like they don't it, care. Like, do, do is it is it that or is it like it was truly just such a flawed process that they didn't want to communicate that because it was embarrassing? Because they blew it. Because they blew it. Right. They blew it. Or was there something technical that happened, like or with was the it, ground or something like that? But if that? that was the case, why not just be transparent? Why not just about say it? it? Yeah, just be like, hey, I, you know I what? Agree. It's I agree. longer than we anticipated. It's this, 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 and this is like, why we know you're excited why. about this. We're excited about it. It's too. better to just say. It's better to just say it than it's, it's than not, anything, right? But yeah. I truly do think that it was like, okay, well, we we something happened with like funding something happened with like scheduling something happened and it was somebody's fault and yeah. they didn't and they didn't want to like they didn't that want that to come out yeah well yeah i agree i mean everything comes down to stocks right it, it, it comes down to their their bottom line and if this was a funding problem then no world would they ever announce that exactly never like, which is why um, that's what i think it yeah. probably was it was somebody fucked up and they didn't want to <laughs> they didn't they, want to say anything. They didn't want to say anything. They didn't say anything. Like, you can wait, right? Yeah, like, I yeah, yeah, that very that's very true. That's very true. Um I I just think that uh you know, and we're going like I said we're going to talk about this a little later, but I I think that um they've they've got some problems. And it's not just in their parks. No. They have some real problems in house. Oh, um yeah. I think so and we'll talk about that later, but um uh, you know, I think this is this runs deeper. I think this is a symptom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not the disease. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. um, I think there's a real issue going on. And we're going to talk about a couple of things a little later uh, that may yeah. not be on the script oh, that will uh, that I'll bring up and, and surprise you with. Um, okay. So anyway, Tron's finally opening. Yay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am excited <laughs> about it. I am looking forward to writing it. I but but I've been looking forward to writing it for five years. So. It, <laughs> right, this, like, this whole the whole series of announcements is this, and there was much rejoicing. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. That's the whole <laughs> thing. It's <laughs> the whole thing. Thank I mean, you, Dudley. Thank we you. We knew. Thank you. I um, love those. It's just like wild to think. It's like I've been to Disney. I've seen Tron in construction. So every time I've been, it's like pretty, like great construction decor. Oh, look, (laughs) the last time I saw this was like, you know, two years ago and it doesn't look any different. Like that's a problem. It's starting to just, it's starting to just become, it's starting to just become Chicago where most parts of it just stay under construction for 10 years. Yeah. Well, you know, and here's the thing. So speaking of Chicago, you know, like the Jane Byrne intersection, which Mm -hmm. thank goodness they fixed that. It's wonderful now, but it took nine years, but at least they told us why it took nine years. Right. At least they were like the ground. There was, we had no idea the ground was in as bad a shape as it was. And we had to build all that up. So at least we knew what was going on with that. 
Okay, for those of you that don't live in Chicago, that makes no sense. I understand. <laughs> um, if you've driven sh- through Chicago, you've driven through it, though. Right. So yeah, uh, anybody, it doesn't matter where you've been driving through. All right, so let's move on to the next yay announcement. Um, so free parking has returned to the Walt Disney World resorts. Yes. I put in the notes, this is huge. I mean, um, I- this is why, let me, let me, let me say why I think it's huge. And then I'm going to let you guys just go. Mm-hmm. I think it's huge because when they did it, the fan community went ballistic and were like, this is nickel and diming us. You're just, mm-hmm. if you want to, if you want us to spend at an, a deluxe resort, 25 more dollars a night, just raise the price $25. Right. Don't say that this is a parking fee. And I know they did it because they didn't want people to get on the, you know, they didn't want people to leave the grounds, right? They wanted them to right. leave their cars at home so that they'd have to use Disney world transportation. It would be harder to get out of the park and out of the grounds. I get all of that. But if you want to do that and don't get rid of the magical express, <laughs> like, right, that's right. really yeah. the reason then don't right. like make that, that decision. <laughs> that's exactly right. So um, I think this was in Alex's, uh, what Alex said earlier, I think this was a, um, this was a cleanup of a mess and this just gave them the opportunity because they were announcing yeah. so many things at once. Yeah. It, it, and it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, great. But I, like it didn't need to happen in the first place. Like, no, I, I like wh- why, why, why the, in the first place are we dealing with this? The, I mean, the, the, we're going to keep coming back to the fact that, but we're going to compare universal down the line in this conversation, totally. but totally. like, they Disney had this has this thing where they were up here. They were like up at the top of the list in terms of like their popularity, what they could offer. And this was probably about you go back about like 10 years ago, like you're at kind of the height. I would I would mark that as kind of where they were. And then over the years, they just kind of stopped pushing because they were like, we're Disney. We don't have to. And then it started to fall. And then panic set in. Chapek came in. I'm not going to return to anything. I'm going to nickel and dime. And then they were even farther down, which pushed them below yeah. universal. And now they're trying to get back to even footing. And I, I'm not even sure that they're trying to get back to even footing. I think they're just trying to get above water. Yeah. Oh, they're treading I water. They aren't even, sure. I don't even think they're even treading. I think they were sinking. And, mm-hmm. and let's yeah. be clear. The Disney parks will always be popular. They will oh, yeah. always be popular. Yeah. They're yeah. not going anywhere. They're not, you know, you know, that's not happening, but this is, I mean, we, this was stupid to begin with. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you're paying for a hotel. Like if you can do that at a hotel uh, and if you, you have a room at the Hilton, you get free parking. Okay. So here is what Disney said when that happened, because that's, that was people's argument, right? Disney said, yes, but you pay resort fees at those resorts. You pay a daily resort fee at, the Hyatt or at the Marriott or yeah, at the we're not paying you bull- any fees. You need a for bullshit a, for button. A you need a bullshit button. Bullshit. I agree. Bullshit. I agree. <laughs> but that, that was their argument, right? That that's what they said. They were like, you're used to doing this anyway. We're just calling it a parking fee. That's a, that's a PR person's. You're argument. already paying more fees by just by virtue of being at a deluxe resort on Disney property. Well, and, and then they you all, raise and you the price pay, anyway. Then, right. Yeah. I mean, it was $15 at their, um, economy it was uh 20 at moderate and 25 a night at deluxe yeah. if you were a dvc member you didn't have to pay anything mm-hmm. 
Um, so I just, it was just a bad move. And they did yeah. it completely wrong. Again, it's yeah. this trend of just nickeling and diming where you can. And that's yeah, but really Yeah, this was even is. before Chapek. I mean, this was. Well, but the, true. But uh, I mean, the, the nickeling, the nickel and diming didn't start yeah. with Chapek. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder, I would like to find out how much money they actually made from doing that. Probably not enough Negligible. to justify it. Negligible. Because yeah. no. most people don't drive. Right. And that's, but like I said at the beginning, that was the point, right? right. The point was to keep you on property. Right. Yeah. So, um, so I'm glad they took it away. Yay. Yay. They took it away. Uh, you don't have to worry about it anymore. It never should have been there to begin with. Um, so there you go. Right. Our next piece of, of a news. Remember, this was all good news. This was all good yeah. news. We're, we're, we're banging yeah. on them, but this was all good news. It's, it is. I think it's just the bitterness that we all feel I about so. the fact that they that have, none of, has none to of be this, news. it shouldn't have been on a list. It shouldn't have happened. That's right. right. That's exactly right. So, Walt Disney World annual pass holders no longer need reservations to visit the parks in the afternoon. Um, and as the parking, that started on January 10th. Mm -hmm. uh, so, just this past week. So, First of all, I'm going to say, why aren't you selling annual passes anymore? That's going to be, I was going to say, you, the, can people get passes? You can't. They're, no. <laughs> they're selling one pass. They're selling the least expensive pass to Florida residents. Yes. Yeah. And that's but it. Did and the you hear, though, in Disneyland that they've released a statement saying that they're going to, and it's very vague. The, the language is the very vague. The keys are coming back. The magic keys yeah. will be back at certain times that's literally certain times throughout 2023 they will be selling magic and i understand so disneyland has a bigger problem than disney world disneyland oh, is a is a local park much it's a much regional smaller park, much much more much yeah. smaller and everybody got annual passes because it was cheap cheap yeah because you can also walk to, it's like i can hey you want to go to disneyland for the day or like we're bored that's exactly what people did people would yeah. like just after school would yeah. Go, right. And I so would. they had, yeah. Dream. So they had, not Imagine only did that. they have issues with no revenue coming in from, because let's be honest, annual pass holders don't spend as much money. No. They spend more often, but they yeah. don't spend as much. Well, and so right. they had revenue issues besides crowd issues. You know, <clears throat> I, I, there were lots of issues. So when Disneyland axed that, I kind of understood, but. I thought they were axing it to revamp it, which they right. kind of tried to do, but it didn't work. Right. Right. It, nobody bought into it um, with points. You're going to get points for doing certain things and you're going to get benefits from those points. And what is this? Kohl's? So it's yeah, a, that's so exactly it's a, what it was. So it's, a target, so it's a target credit card. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was what? a Starbucks card. It was a, you're going to get stars, right? Right. Like, great. Gold stars. Yeah. So, um, but there's no reason that Disney world has this issue. No, no reason at all, especially when they started the reservation system. Then well, it really right. became a non-issue like because they were only letting so many people in the parks anyway. Right. Yeah. So um, – and I've talked about this before and Mandy knows I let my annual pass go during the pandemic. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure when I was going to go and I wasn't going to pay yeah. that amount of money you know, for not – and not be able to go. And now I want my annual pass back. And you can't get it. And I can't get it. And I'm a DVC member. You would think that they would at least open it back up to their DVC, the DVC members. DVC members, yeah. I, I mean, know. we're the people that go you would think. all the time. Right. <laughs> so this is supposed to be a good thing. Is this a good thing? 
I mean, so I've seen a lot of people on, I've seen a lot of the TikTokers uh, po- posting about it and they're like, oh, this is great. This is cool. But then they're kind of like the same sort of sentiment, right? It's like, cool. We could have just done this before. Awesome. Great. It, it's yeah. very much like yeah. people are very excited about the announcements, but then the moment there's a reality that hits, you get that initial, oh, cool. Wait. <laughs> it's like that. That's exactly right. So, and, and I, Go ahead, Mandy. I, I, I have a feeling you have things to say. I, feel I mean, I do. I just, again, <laughs> it's that like same, it's the same, it's just the same thing. It's like, yeah. I, I just, I, I feel like, should we, is it right for us to, to even be feeling this excitement when it's like, it's like a little kid that's like grounded and like, he's finally able to like do something. It's like, but we didn't get yeah. punished for anything. I think, yeah. this you know, also- it's like getting privileges back that we didn't, that weren't, we didn't deserve to have taken away in the first place. Yeah. But also <laughs> what does this say about their afternoon crowds? Sure. Yeah. Does it say that people are not staying the whole day anymore? Probably. Yeah. I mean, also considering the fireworks shows garbage, but that's fine. Well, they're changing it. They're putting it back. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's another well, that's... announcement. That's another announcement. We'll get yeah. there. I feel like I feel so. I feel like the first three things we just talked about were things that should have happened. But this next one that's on the list here is one that I'm like, okay, this is a good, this is a good change. Right. And mm-hmm. we can lead into that, but we can lead into that. Okay. So the next piece of, uh, of news is, and this all came in the same announcement. This is yeah. all packaged together. Uh, Genie plus is going to include, include free downloads for on ride photos. Now, Which, you know what? It makes me furious because there are some hilarious on ride photos that Steve and I took on our trip and we paid upwards of a hundred dollars a day for genie plus in lightning lane. And we couldn't even access those photos that we paid for genie plus. So like that, that to me is like, that should have been a given. Yeah. There there's no reason. And then when I went to go try to buy the photos that we took with photo pass was going to, it's going to cost us like 70 something dollars. Yeah. So that, that that should be retroactive. That should be retroactive. Um, it probably wouldn't be that hard of a change. No. To be honest. No. It wouldn't be that hard to implement. Go into the system, see it between certain dates, who bought Genie Plus, and state their photos. Let's be honest. I'm a, comput- I'm a computer programmer. It literally is like two lines of code. Yeah. This is not rocket science. No. And I'm going to say, and this. It's the money. It's the money. And here's the other thing that pisses me off about this. Um, back a few years ago, they took away that from annual pass holders. Because annual pass holders used to get all of all those photo, pass photo passes for free. Free yeah. downloads. It doesn't cost them Not anything. Nothing. They're already paying those people to be there to take pictures. And they're I, all digital. I remember they're not printing anything out. I remember when that happened, and I remember oh, because I was, I was watching. Because how was what? How many years ago was that? Like two, three years two, ago. Two, three years yeah. ago. I remember because I was I used to watch the Diz like all the time. Yeah. It was back when I was like watching it, and Pete Werner had an absolute field day with that. Like, it is. It was like one of his. It like, is completely one rants. of the most. It's one of the most petty things they've ever done. It's just mean. Honestly, it's just, it was mean, just spirited. mean. It's mean spirited. You take nothing. your most avid fans, <laughs> yes. the people that love you the most, yep. and you take that away. You're yep. taking things away instead of giving them things. Yeah, you're taking things away. It's like and why? To what end? Why? 
How much yeah. money did they save by that? Well, honestly, how much money did they save by that? Not much. No. If anything, because yeah. they're still paying those people to be there. They still have all that memory. Those pictures are still being taken taken and need to be stored someplace. Mm-hmm. So it saved them no money. Nothing. Yeah. So again, along that same theme, yay. Question right? mark? Correct. Yeah. It should, but here's the thing. It was the first, it was the first kind of I look at this list, okay. This is the first one that's not a pull back and refresh in in immediate sense obviously right. we just talked right. about how annual passwords had that but this is more of a okay but you also should have just implemented that in the first place right so they're they're adding value right which yeah. i appreciate i do this is the first that. added value this is the first added value especially of everything that we've talked about right yeah um this is the first add value to what they've got so i with this one i think it's important at this point to read uh josh damaro's uh mm-hmm thing that he put out, right? His statement Statements. that he put out. Yes. So this is quoted from him. This is not necessarily about change in leadership. I have a lot of face-to-face conversation with guests and I'm walking the parks. Oh, when I'm walking the park, sorry. And I read a lot of their comments online. If you move a tree, if you change a procedure, if you start asking for reservations, that's a big deal to our guests. They care. They really, really care. And if people care that much, then I have an obligation to listen and, when appropriate, to make some changes and modifications. Shouldn't have taken the job if that's news to you. <laughs> I, I, I literally almost spit out my coffee when I read it. That's not. Yeah. Congratulations. The, you just sky, figured that out. The sky is blue. Yeah, the sky is blue. I also saw a great article that said, you know, how we all complain about Genie Plus, but we might be blaming the wrong person. So it's not uh, just one person about Genie Plus. I'm not saying that so that we can start talking about it. I'm saying that as in things are not always how they appear. And this statement, to me, this statement is bullshit. Because yeah. that's the case, they would have made changes a long time ago. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's like so, you're stating it as though it's like, you know, people care about people the decisions care. that are being made. And, you know, if people care, then I guess I have to care. Like, so, no, it's literally your job. That's literally your job. So Jim and I were having a conversation <laughs> uh, about right before this, we started recording this uh, about and Mandy, I don't know if you've seen this, the Dungeons and Dragons, which is the coast OGL. Um which is called the open gaming license. And what happened to summarize is they were going to release a license that essentially told anyone that was previously using a open source set of mechanics that played D and D anyone who uses that for any hundreds of thousands of products will now have to start paying, paying licensing fees and uh, essentially, or they would shut them down. And that included YouTubers and online creators. And it was this huge explosion thing. And then they pretty much came back with this statement, like, we were always going to ask you about that. Like, this is we were never going to do this, blah, blah. And it's bullcrap. And there's this whole thing that I, I look at this and I keep thinking in the back of my mind that th- there's a similarity between the, these two very large companies. When you look at how Walt started Disney, this was about the guests. It was about the experience. It's about the community. When you look at, for example, Dungeons and Dragons in the gaming space specifically, because that's for a little bit of background. I work in the gaming space. I work in the board gaming and TTRPGs and all sorts of things. That is community inclusion focused. hundred percent. That is most of your business. Yeah. As these companies have gotten bigger and bigger and bigger, they start to think they are too big to fail 
And as you start to replace and add people, that thought starts to fade. It's like as time goes on, people start to forget things and start to forget things that should have been handed down from generation to generation. And it's almost like they were phasing out. You're phasing out people that realize that community matters. And you yeah. get to, and you're hitting and you've hit this point with Dungeons and Dragons. And now we've hit this point with Disney where they are forgetting the people that brought you there because they weren't they didn't think that in the first place. And nobody, the people that brought them on didn't think that either. They were phasing that out. And you're hitting a point where you can't just rest on your laurels and say, we're Disney. We're too big to fail. You have to go back to where you started and saying, no, community matters and you have to listen. And this is fo- to make this business. This is what the brand is. This is what the company is. And this statement shows that that has not been consistent and hasn't been handed down. It hasn't been continued. And the people that hired them have not thought that. That's right. And it's a big problem with big companies that grew up focusing on community. Right. Is like that this, they forget it. This shouldn't be this shouldn't be a groundbreaking discovery that that you should be making this should just be right. like this should be the culture yep. that's right and the culture, the culture got phased the right. culture got yeah. phased out and that's i think we talked about it's a bigger problem at disney and th- i think that is the bigger problem um it became yeah. it, it it became bottom so bottom line focused that they forgot who got them there in the first place well, and, and what got them there in the first and they place they forgot and they forgot that they have the bottom line that they have because of what they were doing in the past. Well, exactly. Right. That's the reason but then they have forget. that bottom line. Yeah. So I, I just laughed. I, I literally spit out my coffee. I just thought that was just the funniest statement yeah. ever. You know, he and Iger spent that day in Disneyland and talked to all those people and did all that stuff. And then all of a sudden they've made these announcements. It just so, reads us so out of touch. That's it, all. It is. That's, it's out of touch. It's just it is very out of, touch. out of touch. It is. And, very, and yeah. I feel like we are being negative Nellies today. And I'm so sorry no, because we usually are not negative No, this Nellies. is just true. This is a true talk. This We're is just a true trying talk. to be honest. Well, uh, a and, fun, think, and my, my philosophy is a fun, but honest look. Well, so, right. And I think that like we, we uh, as some of the people that I think, I mean, admittedly, I'm, one of the biggest, I'm if not the biggest Disney fan I know, right? Like it's like I I will like live and die by that. Like I love Disney, I'm dedicated to it, and so that knowledge and like it's like I have to look at it with through the lens of like a like a consumer as well as somebody that loves it. Like you can't separate yeah. those two and pretend that like they're that those things don't exist. Like just because I love it doesn't mean that I can't look at it critically. It actually makes us a little bit more qualified to look at it critically because we're the ones that have the most investment in it. And I think that it's also, I I think saying that um, I think it's our love for Disney that causes us to want to keep them to a higher standard. Right. Yeah. Because we know how it could be and we know the standard that they should be striving for. Whereas you got those people that are going that have never been to Disney before that are willing to spend, you know, 20 grand on a trip for a family of four, family of five, whatever. And then, you know, they go once and then they, they step away and they never think about it again. Like that's right. Those are the people that Disney is catering to now or has been catering to for the past, you know, five, I would say maybe more years. And like, they need to bring themselves back to their roots and recognize the people that actually. Right. And they are also, they also need to understand that it benefits everyone. 
if you listen to your of fan course. community, you don't have to do everything they say because some people no. are saying some crazy things. Well, right. But I mean, there are some basic just business things that they could do that would be appreciated in the fan community and elevate them. Because I'll be honest with you right now. I am not happy with Disney. I canceled my last Disney trip um, because I just didn't want to go and be nickel and dimed to death. And I didn't want to yeah. go. And, that's significant. And, yeah. Because right? I, I, I went at least twice a year. It's, right. it's also like there's a lot of the little things have poked enough holes in the rose colored glasses that they're, they've shattered. Right. right. I mean, it's the, the experiences of the cast members, like talking to you on the streets and all those, all all those experiences are gone. There's trash, there's black mold on boats. There's just, it's all these small things that Disney, when you focus on the little things, it, it is an, it, it puts enough of a, gap in between the bigger problems because it, it at least that way but the problem is they're even down to the little things of just keeping the place clean yeah that have just fallen to the wayside well, well and, and that's, that's go ahead mandy i was just saying that bringing it back to like we're being negative like no because the this podcast is focused on those little things because those little things are the only things that have been fixed that's right. And and they're making it seem as though it's a much bigger and more significant announcement than it is when in reality they're just it should have put, been done in putting, the first place. Putting duct tape over the issues that it should, should have be just fully been a newspaper. It should have just been a newspaper announcement in the back page. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly. So um speaking of so Alex brought up the mold on um the boats and uh such. Uh if you go out to my TikTok channel. Or if you look on the YouTube channel, um, I just did a three-minute, literally just kind of going off for three minutes about, um, you know, where Disney is at and what's happening. And what I said was, if you aren't going to continue to build out the parks, if you're not going to continue to give us new things, which is fine. I like the old stuff. I'm good with the old stuff. I will still go because it's all nostalgia to me. It's all fun, right? Uh, Then it better be pristine, those rides mm-hmm. better run perfectly. Those, yeah. you know, you better be investing in a clean, be clean park. That's exactly right. And and they they're not. Um, and no, so it took Walt Disney World News Today, WDW News Today, yeah. to point out the mold on those boats, and they got cleaned. And then they got literally the next day. Yeah, they came out the next day and were clean. So if you think that they're not listening to us. Oh, no, they are. The problem is nobody's going, hey, there's mold there before somebody films that. That should probably get cleaned, huh? That's right. The 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 first sign of a dot this big of mold. The problem is it was the whole bottom of the boats. (laughs) Right. And it's not our job. That's not our job. It's not our job. It's like they're seeing how long they can go yeah before they can let like, how long they can hold off making those fixes and making those changes and saving that money before they're like okay i guess we got to fix it how much did it really cost them anything it doesn't cost them anything and it's like walking down I, I i say this every time like and this is not a little thing like this is a significant thing Walking into Tomorrowland looks like you're walking into a mall in 1987. Yeah, it's bad. It's faded. It's sad. It's dated and it's ugly. And they're just leaving it there because nobody no, – like, what are you going to do? Here's, not come? Like, it, here's, like <laughs> As a matter of fact, something, yes. yes. Here's something that I've always kind of wondered uh, and – 
my my thought on those kind of updates, like just updating some paint. Put some you know, paint you have, on the freaking wall. But you have you have like the the street sweepers who like draw and they do those kinds of things while they're doing their job. Instead of sometimes putting up those awful facades, why don't you at least have that person who's painting act as if they're a character who is helping. They're a main street painter and they are helping update the paint at the same time. I mean, I feel like that's part of it, right? What? What? Like Alex, that makes sense. That makes way too much sense and would be way. We have maintenance Uh, workers who already do stuff. Honestly, that doesn't even bother me. That's I, I wouldn't even care if they integrated into the theming. Just fix it. You can flip Just fix it. You can flip yeah. the the you can flip the decorations from Halloween to Christmas overnight. overnight. You can't get out there with a paintbrush and yeah. some and, and well and they have, over some of that. Crap. And they've been retheming Tomorrowland, right? They've been yeah. they've been trying to retheme yeah, it, but that, I that's think next. And maybe it's just that, a bigger and and you know what? And I it's say gonna, this, like, yeah. I'm talking like I know what the hell I'm talking about. And I'm sure it's a <laughs> it's a much bigger issue than just like putting some paint on the facade. But in the of meantime, course. but in the meantime, you know, it's like somebody walks through that gate into Tomorrowland for the first time, and you look at you know. The, oh look, it's '90s land. Oh look. <laughs> But but it's not even that it's 90s land. It would be different if it was 90s land and it looked like it was well kept. It's dirty. Well, have you ridden have yeah. you ridden Buzz Lightyear recently? Yes. It's it's filthy. It's, it's gross. Filthy. It's filthy oh and I, I can't and I can't even hardly bring myself to touch the that gun. Seats, the yeah. seats. Oh yeah. And it's the disgusting. Seats, the seats in Muppet Vision 3D are bad are absolutely disgusting and they just disgusting. redid that i know yeah and they're they're nasty they are it's bad they're ripped up they're falling apart they're dirty they're sticky they're like faded they're shredding they're they're actually the seat that yeah. i sat in was actively well, it goes fraying. it goes to the it goes to the whole thing of maintenance in general right, right. I mean, yeah. how many times have i seen mickey's phil her magic and the That's 4D, uh, the 4D effects Doesn't don't work. work. Don't work. No. Yeah. I and I love that is one of my favorite. It's one of my favorites. I think it's brilliant. The new Coco installation oh, is, is great. Magnificent. I forgot about it actually. It's, until when was the so last time good. the smell thing? When was the last time the smell worked in there? And you know the sad thing is, is if you've never been in it, you don't know. No. Right. So you have no idea that you should get wet or that you should smell something yeah. or you don't, don't you don't know, know, know those things. And right. every time that that pie goes across and be our guest, I'm always. <clears throat> yeah. I'm smell always waiting for the apple cinnamon. Smell. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Or um, I'm waiting for jasmine. Right. I'm waiting for the jasmine smell. Right. I haven't yeah. smelled yeah. that in years. Well, and, yeah. and again, it would be different if this was a Six Flags. Um, but the, it's becoming we're whole, we hold we're paying so much more money for an experience that should we should not I shouldn't walk into Muppet Vision 3D and think I don't want to sit on that seat. Oh, yeah, that's exactly like, right. I, we shouldn't yeah. you shouldn't have to think that. And you know what? Yeah. And I know it's a much bigger operation than like any other of theme park in the world, right? It's of it's course. there's so much more that goes into it. But this the the point is we know that that standard is possible because 10, 15, 20 years ago, Alex it when you possible. and I were little that it was Pristine, pristine and beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, None it's of true. Um, ever would have happened. True. Yeah, it's very true. All right, so let's let's move on. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, you know, I knew that that's what this was going to be about because I knew that we all had such strong feelings about what yeah. what is going on, and and I don't want to sugarcoat it. I don't want people that are planning their trips to go in, um, and not no. know 
these things, right? Um, they need to know that they need to bring their wipes to wipe things down. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I would never go into park. Yeah, I would not go into a. I don't go into without a Disney park anymore without uh, my pack of. Yeah, of wipes, right? Yeah, Heart wipes or whatever they are, baby wipes or I don't care what they are. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to some really good news. This, when I tell you, I almost burst into tears. I squealed. <laughs> I literally squealed out loud. Um, the harmonious barges. First of all, we know harmonious is leaving. Its last show is on April second. Oh, and uh, Epcot Forever Returns <sighs> is coming back. I agree, Alex. I don't like that show either. That's, but it's not there to stay. It's, it's not, not there to stay. It's a temporary. Intended. It's a temporary thing because they need time to get those barges out. The barges are leaving now. Bad. Take so a breath, big. Alex. They are so big and they are so I, when I went ugly. There, I so that's the thing. <sighs> and I told you that I was like, Alex, you don't know until you see them, and then you see them, and it's you're like, oh, it's. it's I don't disagree. I don't disagree that the barges are ugly. That comes down to a design problem that should have been solved, uh, and it wasn't. However, I love Harmonious. I love the show. Uh, last time I went, I was literally front row, like front row. Nobody was in front of me, and it was absolutely incredible. I got emotional. I saw it. The barges are gross, and the barges again, are it's, gross. It's and the exact same reason why why the little why there's why the boats are dirty. And it's the also, same reason. Alex, the thing I will say about Harmonious is if you are not sitting in the right place, it's not a good show. You can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it. So much of that show happens on the big sphere circle mm-hmm. time machine, whatever. Stargate. Yeah. Stargate. Right. Um, that if you are <laughs> not directly in front of that, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. It's hard. It's hard and, to see. And. And because then it becomes a one trick pony. Well, right? which then, then becomes, oh, they put see. the water up and it's they're lighting up the water and they're all wavy. Great. Oh, well, they did then, it again. And the crowds are so bad. I mean, when we went, it was because people just fight for those spots that you can see from the center. Right. Like you're it's packed. You can't even see it anyway because you it's have to almost get as if two hours before. It's almost as if instead of one giant one in the middle, you make smaller ones that are collapsible that are at different points so everyone can see it. Yeah, well, I, I'm just nobody. Nobody said that in a room like that's it's that kind of stuff where it's like you look at that. You look at Disney again overall and said nobody once went, hey, we should do this. Well, and they spent a fortune on that. Yeah. We're not getting a lot of the Epcot updates because they spent because that was so far over budget. Yeah. And I love the show, but I and I think the show is fine. I It's not my favorite show, um, but the show is fine. And you need to know that I um enough illuminations was is the pinnacle of that for me yeah Um, yeah for me personally right that was that i yeah every time i saw that at the end when all the lights are going off and it's i was like to me that is perfect i love illuminations synchronization with music and visuals and yeah you know all of that just like i think that the uh this fireworks show that's coming back is the same idea i think that it's such a perfect synchronization of what you know what we expect but those mm-hmm. harm those barges are so ugly yeah they're I ugly just, i and why didn't you make them so that they could come in and come out they're just so big they're so big i think they I made them I, I feel like it comes down to show design and saying where it's like bigger is not always better well and they tried to sell us on the fact that they were gonna have fountains to cover them up have you seen those fountains run it's a joke it's like it's, it's like the stuff dope. you put in a in a in someone's pool. <laughs> that's, that's just exactly like what you throw it out into it, and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what 
exactly what it's like. It's the stuff you get at like like Alsip Nursery in Mokine, like in our suburb, or like you go to like whatever the American sale and you get this thing that plugs into your wall, just like that's it's a exactly sprinkler. It, looked, it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Certainly not what the images looked like, right? No. And I um yeah, no, it's not it's not anything like that. And I will end with this unless do you guys does anybody else have any strong opinions no, they need to share I, about I've, this? No. I've talked harmonious to death. I have to. I have to. You know, I, I, I will just say that <laughs> if you were a bride having your wedding in Epcot and you planned that and spent all that money and then all of a sudden you showed up at Epcot and these big ugly black barges are in your pictures in the background. The Gotham I, City, a post-apocalyptic. I, I would be absolutely. I would change barges. my whole wedding. I would change my whole wedding to like a Pirates of the Caribbean theme and just like, oh, yeah. that's the Kraken. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's photo just, just, just Photoshop it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. if, if somebody that's what I would do. If somebody said, could you Photoshop the barges out? I would do one of those viral videos where I change them to things and it would be the Kraken. It would just be I like someone the, and Godzilla I love the idea behind them. Of, and I love the idea of why didn't they make it like something like that? Why didn't they make something cool out of it? Like, yeah. make, like, like the Loch, Loch Ness monster. monster. Yeah. I mean, you know, D- anything, it. anything. Theme it. Theme it. Put a facade on it. Whoever. I hope that whoever sold that idea is no longer there. Paint it go away green for all I care. Go away green, I'm telling you. <laughs> go away green works. It works. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, all right. So uh, back to back to back to our regularly scheduled program. Um, Happily ever after is returning on April 3rd. So I think this is brilliant. And you know, everybody loved wishes, and I get it. I loved wishes too. But when I saw and and I have a soft place for wishes too. It was, I mean, it was there for 20 years, mm-hmm. but. When I saw Happily Ever After and I heard everybody complaining about it, it's not wishes, it's not blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, it's not. It's better. Yeah. It's better. I was like, how? I. It's amazing. And so I'm really excited that it's coming back. Yeah. Um, it is going to have new Main Street pro- projections. Um, yeah. Which, which is I think is a waste. I think-, I think that's a waste, though. I, well, here's the thing. It's the same sort of thing like uh, you were saying at Epcot, right? If you're not standing in a spot, like you obviously have the castle there, but replicating some of that for the people who are standing way in the back at. Um, I'll give you that. Yes. Yes. And especially now that they are having allowing annual pass holders to come without reservation past two, they are expecting more people to be there. So you want to yeah. expand that experience back. I agree um, with that. I agree. With, I can buy that. I'll buy into that. Um, and you have the yeah. technology there. You might as well. You be have using it there. You it. might as well use it. Um, yeah. uh, the, the one concern is, and I think, and this is one, this is one of those things where I think Josh tomorrow screwed up or they screwed up at D 23 because at the announcement, they said they announced happily ever after was coming back, but they said the theme, the music is coming back. And, but you didn't, you could barely hear him cause he was getting drowned out. And what happened was, I think this is what happened because I don't think they're going to be changing a lot of the show, but that's me making a rumor or just like a thought because they went, Oh guys, they all think that it's just coming back. Let's just add some stuff. But remember that whole thing I said, we should change a little bit of it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look at the boards. They didn't hear my, they didn't hear my theme that it was coming. That they're just going to act like I never said it. We're going to, they don't need to, they don't need to change it. It's, it's brilliant. They don't need to change it. So there's a reason wishes was around for 20 years. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, so that's good news. Um, let's go into, uh, okay. So 
is the dining plan returning? I asked this because this so. was actually this was actually an announcement a couple of weeks ago that now you can get up to seven hundred and fifty dollars of dining credit um, for your trip, which is kind of dining plan. Now I hate the dining plan uh, because I am a vegetarian. Food. Well, it's, I'm a vegetarian. That oh yeah. Do you know that, how much I have to eat do? to get my value? <laughs> yeah. Dude, my God. <laughs> so. Um, so I like this idea better, though, because my solution was always whatever I would spend on the dining plan, I just put on a card, a prepaid card, and yeah. use that to right. pay for my meals. And then whatever I had left over, I had left over instead right. of having to, like, go and try to figure out how to spend my snack credits. Yeah, I've end. always thought I've always thought that um, Disney should employ something we had in college, which was called late night. It was like late night credits. And what you could do is you have a you had a tier. Right. There were tiers of how much meals you need. And there was like feet. And what they should do is they should have feeds a family of one to two for these days. Tier two feeds this many for these many days. Tier three. And you should be able to choose how many you want or need. Right. And like that's that's a really simple way to do a meal plan. That is it, you don't need to reinvent the wheel with something like that. Well, right. And they, shouldn't have, and they also shouldn't have made it so that er- Everybody on the reservation has to be on the meal plan or nobody's no. on the plan. Right. Um, because like the meal plan was great for my dad. It was great for my dad. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he would go in and order a steak every place. He would go in and do yeah. those things, right? But for me, who goes in and I'm like, oh, I can have There's well, a piece I can of have the, I can have the pasta. I can have a salad. And yeah. don't get me wrong, they, Disney does vegetarian vegan well. They really do. Yeah. They have a lot of options and it just continually gets better. I'm not complaining about that. I'm I'm just saying that the dining plan never worked for me. And I always told people to to work out the finances on it. Um, yeah. you know, and and find out if um if it was worth it, right? The Disney dining blog does a, a brilliant job do- of of working that out for you. And, and so, but I think this is, I think they're trying to bring it back and they're trying to find a new way to do it. And I think it's the right choice. Do they have an experience or something for on their app or anything that you can click that you are of it? Like when you, your dining preferences, you should be able to put your dining preferences, click a button, and then it makes rec- re- re- recommendations based on your food preferences. Yeah, no, they don't do that. So the Disney food blog will help you with that, um, all they that stuff. That. And you know, when you make a reservation, they ask if you have any special preferences or allergies or anything. Uh, and they're great about that, too, right, about making adjustments and changing things for you. Like if anybody out there is worried about that, Disney is literally the best mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. The chef but will literally change. come out and talk to you. But I agree, Alex. It's a simple change. They have um, so much information on you anyway. I mean, your dining preferences, like it's just you go into your account and you add things that you like to eat. And then it it, it, it would only better their experience, that experience. But also people will be able to better navigate to food. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I agree. I think, you know, if you're going to get into the genie plus, you're going to get into the genie, you're going to get into the planning of yeah. people's vacations, then which they are, which they all totally are. Um, and touring plans.com still does it better. Yeah. Then you should 
uh, then you should keep going in that direction and take yeah. it to it. You know, my thing has always been, and my complaint, like I'm a huge drum corps fan. I'm a huge marching band fan, color guard fan, um, because I grew up watching that stuff. Right. Um, I was in high school marching band. I just love it. But my complaint is always, I know whoop, whoop. my complaint is always that if you don't go all in, it's not good. You either yeah. go for it or you don't do it. You either right. do it all out or, or not at all or do something else because yeah. if you do it halfway it always looks bad always looks bad and so this Whole is kind ass of one thing don't half ass one thing that's exactly multiple right things so this, is, so this is to me this is kind of the same idea right that if you're going to do it let's do it and if you're going to build up over time i get it i'm all for that because this is not yeah. easy this is not easy programming it is not easy to do um it is very complex and uh and you're doing it for a lot of people and so that's hard, but it could be done. It could be done because they're wanting to, they're wanting to personalize your vacation. How many surveys? I haven't seen a survey or anything about that, but I also don't know if I block that kind of stuff, but no, I, I hear about the surveys all the time because I listen to the Jim Hill podcast with Len Testa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're always, he's always asking people to send in, you know, surveys of what they're asking. And so I hear a lot about that, but there's not been much talk about that particular yeah. thing. That's I mean, that's um, so tailored to someone specifically yeah. that when you're working on a personalized experience, you have to say, what do you want? That's right. Right. And they're not and they're not really doing that yet. They're yeah. not. to that. will get there. Yet. They'll get. I think they will, too. I think but they will. Too. Plan, if they were smart, is, if they were smart. Oh, Len, you know, I love you, Len. I love Len Testa. If they were smart, they would buy touringplans.com and pay Len Testa a billion dollars. And get his, get his people, the system and people. Yeah, yeah, because they're brilliant. Or partner, they're brilliant, or partner with them because they're brilliant. They're brilliant. Yeah. So, and I'm sure Len would not turn that down. Um, not. Uh, uh, there, there would be enough money, for, and he's been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. It started out as a graduate program. It started out as his dissertation for his graduate Jeez. degree. So he's a genius. He's a genius. Um, so. Anyway, so that's that is something to look forward to. Now we go into some of the more um, interesting news that happened. Uh, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which, if you don't know, that's Disney's uh, district where they get approval for all of their building mm-hmm. and their, you know, all the codes and stuff. They could even build at this moment. I say at this moment because it's probably going to change. They could even build a nuclear facility on the property if they wanted to. Um, but it is it's so Disney has total control, right? And that was baked yeah. into right. when they moved to Disney, when they moved Disney to Orlando, it was baked into it. It has it is codified in law. I mean, that in that Florida. was like a, Walt Disney like was like, I'm dying on this hill. Like this That's is exactly yeah. right. Here. Like that's exactly this, right. And then this whole don't say gay thing happened and mm-hmm. Disney stood up against it eventually. Yeah. Um, which is a whole other podcast. Uh and and now Ron DeSantis is out to get them, right? He's out to to tear this uh, down. So it's it's been interesting to watch. But the reason I bring this up is that the Reedy they just um, approved land use. So you need to know the land use at Walt Disney World is very specific. <clears throat> yeah. If you're going to take land away, you have to put land back for nature. You yeah. can't right. just use land. There has to be a swap of some sort, right? Because right? um, a certain percentage always has to be used for the environment. So, but they just made uh, an update to it for one major and two minor parks to be developed. Dark park, dark park, 
Dark Park. So, yeah, Dark Park. Right. So the reason this is important is because Ron DeSantis is now saying that there's going to be a state board that's going to run Reedy Creek, Reedy Creek Improvement District. And um, the reason they can't just dissolve it is because then all of that debt goes to those surrounding counties. And we're talking billions in debt. And there's no way they could do that because it would raise everybody's taxes so high that nobody yeah. could live and there. And later on, their taxes getting raised down in that, Florida. That's exactly right because they don't pay state taxes <laughs> to begin with. Right. So um, – <laughs> So, but this is important because I think one, it says that there might be plans coming up. And when I say two minor parks, I'm talking like water parks. Yeah. Right. Two minor parks. Um, one that there, that there might be something coming up. It's way down the road. It is way down the road. I am not saying they're planning that fifth gate right now. No, no, (laughs) that is not coming out of my mouth as a as a true statement. They were checking that they could get the land for it. That's right, and they were doing it before the state takes over. Yeah, they were doing it to get some. So we're going to see. I think we're going to see a lot of these things pass through really fast. Yeah. So that. So that if for some reason – and don't get me wrong. I don't think the state will ever take over because I think Disney has so much money and can have so many lawyers on it. It will be caught up in court forever. Yeah. But And legally, they really can't do it. It's codified in law. So it would be a huge thing to get this changed. And there aren't enough people – there are not enough representatives in Florida, I think, that would go against Disney because Disney gives out a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. They sponsor yeah. a lot of, they give a lot of money to those, those campaigns for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought it was interesting to bring it up because it shows that, um, you know, somebody's <clears> thinking <throat> ahead. Wheels yeah. are turning. Wheels um, be turning. Somebody's thinking yeah. ahead. Yeah. It's gotta be that villain's park. Uh, I'm telling you. Villain's the park. Most, yeah. I, they have totally, I, mean, I don't know why they haven't done that yet. It is yeah. such the perfect. Well, it's a blue sky you know, idea. I but you know, no, it was only it a is, section of the park, though. It, it was only a it land was a section. It wasn't. A, yeah. It wasn't a gate. So I, we could literally talk. We could do a whole podcast projecting what new park we think yeah. it could be. I mean, there are yeah. unlimited possibilities. Am I? Yeah. Am I the? Uh, I might be in the minority here, but I don't like or will ever go to the water parks. No, I don't like water parks. Which I, I, talked about I will on the tell podcast. you. I yeah, I I love the water parks. I think the water parks are so much fun and it's are such they? a nice change from the typical park day that you would spend. Um, yeah, they're, I just really enjoy them. Um, I think they're just not for a, a water parks. I think it's like you're either a water park person or not. Yeah. I agree. I agree. People that are, it's not for them, but Here's there are concern. plenty of people that are. Yeah, Here's I agree. My concern. Water parks in and of themselves are petri dishes. So if the oh. other parks are that dirty, how well, how dirty do you think the water parks are? Oh, totally. <laughs> and, and you have to know that going into it, right? You have yeah. to take all your vitamins before you go. And you that's one of the reasons I don't. I also don't. Oh. I don't like walking around the wedgie. But the like pool around, is also you know? a petri dish. It's no right. different. I don't than go in the pool, pool either. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't go in the I pool know. either. Yeah, uh, I have to agree yeah. with that. I used to be a swimmer, so I'm I'm yeah. well aware, well aware. Yeah. Um, all right, so I just think that's important news to bring up yeah. for everybody. Yes, things um, are planned. Pl- things are planned. Now we talked about there are some inner workings, and they have to clean up their house. Here's one example of that. Um, Mark Parker has been named the new chairman um, of the Walt Disney Company, new chairman of the board, and he's replacing Susan Arnold. And they're saying that his main job is to look for a new uh, replacement for Bob Iger. Mm-hmm. But 
this runs much deeper than that. There is a lot going on behind the scenes at Disney, a lot of just nasty, mean things happening. I mean, when your chief financial officer is changing financial reports, depending on who they're showing it to, to get your CEO fired. It's so toxic. That is, I hate that is serious. Yeah. And and it's not just that. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. A lot of backstabbing right now. It's really rough. Um, And that's why I say they need to clean up their house. They need to just clean their house and, and, you know, because nothing is going to happen as long as that's going on. They just need to stop hiring boomers. I said that. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't. Maybe I'm not a boomer. I'm not a boomer. So just stop hiring boomers. Just fire them all. They've just Captain America just found out Hydra's invaded Disney. <laughs> like <laughs> it's Hydra. Hydra's it's infiltrated Hydra. Disney. It is. That's it. That's it. Like so, I mean, I'm and I know it sounds bad, but it's like like there this like is, I mean I could talk about this for an hour, but how yeah. toxic corporate America has become, and it's because mm-hmm. of that generation of of thinking, right? It's like that's the way that that particularly white men of a certain age view and that's that unfortunately that's the main it's dynamic it's true no that's it's the, true the main dynamic that we see in power especially at huge conglomerates like huge businesses like this is a perfect example um i mean it's a monolith and you've got a, a monolith being run by a monolith in and of itself, which is, you know, white, straight, yeah. male America. Yeah, it's it's true. So it's true. There needs to be some foundational um, change. And that's I, I think there does too. Boomers. Yeah, I think that I think it does too, but um I think that everything goes through that, right? Of course. Uh, because you know, twenty years from now we're gonna be complaining that they're hiring millennials. So I, I do I, you know, I, I'm not sure that that is the only is that the only thing? No, 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 no. By no means is that the only thing. I just think that that mentality, that like toxic work mind, like that bottom line minded, like, you know, that environment, that's what is thriving Disney right now. And I think yeah. that the best way to kind of like start changing it is to start bringing in fresh eyes and people that view this you know, and I know you need people that are financially minded. It's a business. I fully understand that. Yeah. And but I you, never, begru- I never begrudge never, them making money. Never, ever. no, never going to begrudge them making money and making smart business decisions. But that toxicity thing that comes with a, that's a corporate culture that needs to change. Go ahead, Alex. No, it's, it's something also right. with the in with the industries in and of themselves. I, I worked a couple jobs in the toy industry, too, and the toy industry is actually just it's really toxic and really competitive. And Disney yeah. is right kind of an adjacency to that industry. And they're really competitive, like in the way that you would look at, for example, versus Universal. And there's prop there's like espionage. There's like yeah, it's. Let's- it's I agree. And that's exactly what I was going to say, too. Let's and let's not pretend that this has not been going on before we knew about it. Right. No. Let's not pretend that this is something new at Disney. I'm it's sure not. it was going on even more so when Walt started the company. I mean, that's right. On. And it, it's just that it's just <laughs> that at, for some reason at this point in time, it is very public. Yeah. And I think it. in the past they've done a good job of keeping it swept under the rug. Tipping point. Yeah, but they – I think with the whole Chapek thing and the whole really, you know, 
being off the rails. It's just yeah. more so. And I think so. I, I I I totally agree with you, Mandy. I am with you one hundred percent. I hate that culture too, but it is. Uh, I think it's, it's been lot. there for a long time, and I think that. Yeah. Um, I think that it's just sad that we're now hearing about it. It's just time for a change. Yeah, just, time for a is. change. I, it is. I think fundamentally, though, like, I mean, again, could talk about it for hours, but I think, like, work culture and business culture and corporate culture in general is going undergoing, like, a huge shift in the way that we view it and think about it. Some people are fighting it. Yeah. I think we're starting to see, like, I mean, you know, it's the quiet quitting, right? Act your wage, yeah. like that whole, yeah. that whole idea of like work and making money in business and how you're coming across that money and how you're exploiting your workers and exploiting their, your, you know. Yeah, and we could do a whole yeah. podcast on how much they yep. pay their Disney pays their employees. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Um, I actually, so, as much as I don't want to see them go on strike, I'm like, go. Good I'm do like, it. go. You need to yeah. be paid a living there's a, wage. There's a. There's a. Like a fundamental issue going on there, and that that's only right. way that any change is going to be made is if people stop being complacent. That's right. So, yep. I, all right. So we're anyway. gonna. So we all agree with all of that, and that's oh, yeah. all. And 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 um, you know, I don't want. To, I didn't want to spend a lot of time on it. I just think it's important to recognize that very publicly things are happening right now in the yeah. Disney Corporation yep. that are not good, and they need to clean yep. house. Yep. Um, yep. The last thing I want to e- end on is I don't think that we can ignore. You, not only Universal's announcement of their new park in Texas, but the timing of Universal's oh, yeah. announcement. Yeah, um, We there, said at the beginning of this podcast that Universal is knocking it out of the park right now. They are killing yeah. it right yep. now. Um, and this park was so secret. <laughs> like insiders didn't even know this park was happening. And for that to happen is unheard That's of. Significant. And I think... I personally think that Universal was just waiting for the right moment. Oh, yeah. They've been keeping it in their back pocket. They're just waiting to pull it out and be like. They see Disney's (laughs) on their heels and they are pushing forward. And they are pushing forward. I mean, look, I mean, the whole new epic adventure that they're building. Epic Universe. Huge park. That's going to be insane. That's going to be it's going to be crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and they're thinking ahead with that, right? Because each section of that park, the monster section, the Harry Potter section, the, you know, all of the sections, Nintendo, yeah, the Nintendo section are all going to be able to be closed off individually, individually, yeah. so that people can rent them out, right? Corporations can rent them. It's very forward thinking, very progressive, I think, in, in, in what the theme park industry is. Um, yeah. And, and they, they're and killing turnaround. it. The turnaround time for that. That's right. I mean, it's going to take them less time yeah. to produce that entire park than it has been to take, has taken for them to build Tron. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's true. The one thing that I have noticed on social media, specifically regarding the new Mario Nintendo world, um, that a lot of people are saying, and I've been reading a lot of comments that say exactly, the more I look at this park, the less excited I am about it for some reason. There's there's this weird sentiment that's been going around that when people go, they're underwhelmed. And I think that's the the current thing that Universal has to fight against right now is being compared negatively to Disney. And right now they are pushing past that line with these announcements and they have this. And I feel like Universal is almost like Nickelback. I would compare them to Nickelback, where a lot of Disney people just have fun talking shit about them and they're going to get to a point where you cannot d- say it because it's like, look, 
we're doing things and Disney's sitting there pulling all this crap. We're not only doing things, we're doing awesome things. Yeah. yeah. And we're doing them quickly. We're getting them done. Right. Yeah. We're getting them done. So as long as they can put their money where their mouth is and they produce yeah. an actual, like, you know, they, they're able to uh, hold up their end of the bargain, produce a park that is as right. impressive yeah. as they're advertising it to be. Right. Then right. I think they're going to, I think that Disney's going to be really, really struggling. I think there are things Keep that, up. I think there are two things that we need to be aware of with this park, though, with this new park in Texas, uh, Frisco, Texas. If you don't know where that is, it's just outside the Fort Worth, Dallas. Um, it's just north of Fort Worth, Dallas. So warm. what? It's going to be warm. It's going to be hot. Um, Dallas summers are brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, they are rough. They're as rough as as Florida summers. Um, that I think it's important that we remember that it is specifically a park for families with younger yeah. children. It's very young. Like it is. Yeah. It is not. It is not Islands of Adventure. It is not. No. You know, it is not that kind of a park. And so that's important. I also think it's important to remember that it is really a regional park. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that they're going to build up around it unless it does amazingly well. Really well. Then they will because they're not stupid. I mean, Um, Magic Kingdom, that's catered to children. That's that's exactly right. So they're really really, uh, emphasizing that this is a family park for for families with small children. Because let's be honest – uh, Universal Studios and Island of, uh, Islands of Adventure is really not for little kids. No, it's, it's not at all. They're not, no. and and that's okay. Teenagers and up. Teenagers and up, and that's all right. That's that's yeah. that's perfectly fine. Um, so that's important to also, yeah, keep in mind when we uh, when we look at this. I don't I don't think, I think expectations have to be set correctly about what to expect. They're not going to build another Velociraptor. No, another Velocicoaster. Which, it's going to be a cute cute place to take and it's not going to be as much of an investment because they their their customer base has shrunk exponentially that's right and they're i mean it's going to be characters from like dreamworks yeah you know it's going to be it's going to be you know they have some great kids stuff shrek you know they've got some great kids stuff that they do um and so it's just important that we keep all of that in mind but if that was not a slap in Disney's face, oh, this whole became, thing is a giant middle finger. Because it, it came yeah. right after this, these huge announcements, these big changes that were happening, right? And then Universal oh. was like, "Yeah, well, we're going to build a new park in Texas." You're giving them free parking. Okay, here's the new park for that. We're for our that's right. Fans. That's right. I'm just. I, I have said this for years. I'm just waiting. There's a lot of land between like Mokina, where we grew up, and Bloomington. That's just a lot of corn, a lot of land. <laughs> I would like to see Disney in the corn. Yeah, but Disney's oh, never going to build uh, in the corn because you can't. Gonna, it can't run it year no. round. What no. heat? Just never heat that it. heat that ground. Just you know, <laughs> get some snow plows. I I want to. I just want to have to take a drive down like. Come on. I want Disney in the corn. I or want- you can do what what people actually think is happening in Disney World and build a giant bubble. Have you ever heard that where people like cast members like are actually people are like, can you turn off the rain? Because they yeah. think that Disney is actually in a, like a it's giant Truman bubble. Show. No, it's because like, we often say that you're in a bubble. Yes, at but Disney, right? actually, there are people I that know. actually think that. Honestly, I know. poor Marjorie so- Taylor Green, you just can't teach her anything. Can't tell. Her I, <laughs> I actually do think. I do think that the moment somebody figures out how to make a park like that that can run all season round in other places, 
the I mean, here's the thing. I what thought other places they already have. But yeah, that's true. Um, I always thought I liked Disney Quest. I liked Disney oh, Quest because Disney. it bottled the experience and put it in other places that promoted the opportunity to go to Disney. And I still think that that is a smart idea. And I, I think that it's the way you do it. But I think you need to find ways to allow people to not spend that much money and enhance the experience and spread the experience out. Cause not a lot of people want to fly to California or Florida or other parts of the world. And I think universal doing this in like Texas for a smaller park that is bottling up their experience in a I smaller agree. way is very smart. We've and been saying I think that in Texas for years, it's for there's, years. there's a lot of ways that they're, that they can expand to spread things out and have better experiences. And the moment somebody figures that out to put it in other places that don't always have to be warm is going to be the big, that's going to be the big shift. Well, there, wow, you're getting into history of Disney that I could like really, really <laughs> go off on. So there was a plan to put a park in St. Louis that was indoor. Yeah. An yeah. indoor park. Um, it was not going to be like a Disney park, but it was going to be a theme park experience mm -hmm. indoors. And, um, that fell through because I think the finances of it are so hard to mm -hmm. make work. Yeah. Right. Um, and so, and what I think in Dubai, there's an indoor theme park. Um, oh, yeah, it's beautiful though. And yeah, oh that's what God. I've heard. I've heard it's, it's huge and it's gorgeous. Yeah. It's huge. Um, so, you know, the other thing is, is how many people from Texas already come to Walt Disney world. Right. So you have to, you have to ask yourself, and I think Disney asks this, and that's why Universal is making it a family with Young yeah. Children Park. What what am I taking away from the parks that I already have? Mm -hmm. What consumers am I taking away if I do that? It's the, it's the subway problem, right? It's the subway sandwich problem. We're going to build so many that we're going to start stealing customers from our own stores. Right? Yeah. Um, and so – I still think it would be a great idea. I still think it's a great idea and they could do something really cool with it. Um, but, you know, you wonder if that's – if in some selfish way that's what they're thinking. Now, we all know that there are more than enough people to go around. Oh, yeah. Right? This is yes. not a zero – this is not a zero-sum game. No. Um, and uh, – but I, I wonder I, – I'm only throwing it out there because I'm just curious about Yeah. It. I think the problem now is that they are – so priced out of that equation that you can't say that they're going to steal from that business because look at yourself. You canceled your trips yeah, and you, yeah. so you are now, so now it's not, Oh, we're going to steal business from ourselves. It is, we're losing customers who can't afford it. So we need to have an experience that they can now reach. Cause if you're not going to drop prices, you're just going to lose those customers. Right. right. And they're going to go you're somewhere right. else. Yeah. It's true. Well, it's it's certainly an interesting conversation and and one yeah. that I think needs to be had. Um, I think I think we've been we've run so long at this with this podcast. It doesn't happen to happen. <laughs> doesn't have to happen now, uh, but it definitely yeah. is an interesting interesting yeah. discussion. Um, hey, so first of all, thank you, Mandy and Alex, mm. for joining right. me today. Um, I Happy love having you. I love having you with mm -hmm. me. Um, you have such great thoughts and and opinions and um, and great energy. I love it. Uh, and also, thank you everybody else that's listening. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you want to find me, you can find me. You can email me at jim at thegoofyguy.com. You can just go to the 
com and leave a comment there. If you click on that little podcast uh, link, it'll take you right to the podcasts. Uh, you can find me at thegoofyguy.omg.lol. This is something new. So I've got a, I've got a couple of new socials, and I'll explain why. Thegoofyguy.omg.lol, um, and that will give you all my socials. You can find me there. It lists everything. Um, so that's that's one place. You can also find me. I've started on Mastodon. I don't know if you know that what that is, but it's a new social networking platform that is a lot like cryptocurrency in that it's not central, right? It's spread out all over the world. Um, and that is at the goofy guy at tech.lgbt. So you can find me there. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Um, it's the goofy guy blog. You won't really find me on Twitter anymore. I'm trying to kind of move away from that. And I probably won't go back until some changes happen there. Um, that's just personal opinion for my sake uh you can find me on facebook at the it's the goofy guy and on youtube at the goofy guy so at sign the goofy guy you can find me on youtube thanks so much for listening um mandy where can they find you you can just reach out on instagram um man man so mandy e one seven nice and alex where can they find you uh, you could find me on YouTube, Twitch, and most importantly, TikTok, uh, at Alex Corrao, A-L-E-X-C-O-R-R-A-O. And Jim, are you also on TikTok? I am on TikTok, and I'm actually starting to do more on TikTok. And it's the yeah. Goofy Guy blog on TikTok. Thank you so yeah. much for asking. Um, yeah. I really am starting. And you're, I think what I'm going to use that for is more of my uh, my immediate reactions to things or my, you know, it's since it's a short form, I like that. And I can just pop on and say what I need to say and then move on. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So you can find me on TikTok. It's the Goofy Guy blog. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps this podcast out. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, be sure that you hit that subscribe button and click that thumbs up. I used to say smash that thumbs up, but I think a 54-year-old man, 54-year-old man saying that sounds stupid. Um <laughs> Also, make sure that you go to thegoofyguy.com and sign up for the newsletter. I am going to fire that back up again. I promise I will not sell any of your information and I will not spam you. Ask anybody that's on the list now. They will tell you they haven't heard from me in months. So I don't <laughs> spam by any means. Uh, and also share the Goofy Guy with anyone else who would enjoy being a part of our uh, community and in, and experience. I hope we weren't too negative for you this time around. Mm -hmm. I just think it was, we needed to have an honest discussion about what's happening with Disney at this moment. Mm -hmm. um, and thanks again for, uh, you know, just being here with us. We really appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, you're uh, to be honest with you, you're the reason that we're here. So mm -hmm. I, I have two people to say goodbye. Uh, <laughs> so Alex and Mandy say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks Bye. so much. Uh, and we will talk to you soon.